Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. I really miss my homies, even though you're gone away. I know you're in a better place. <laughs> Welcome, little mamas and Gentiles alike, to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracies. And we finally work to prove the conspiracy theories of you, the listeners. My name is David Boy. I'm Langston Carmen, and I like that little uh, MLK affect you threw Thanks. right at the end. Yeah. I was also singing a little bit on the chorus. I'm trying to... Trying to diversify it. my portfolio. Yeah, I think I think maybe we should put a little more remixes into into the the intro language. Why Say not? Last, I'm trying to be the Black Weird Al. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> untouched territory. I'm a, I'm that new shit. <laughs> yeah, I think the closest thing to Black Weird Al is a uh, Lil Duval right now. So you, this is wide open territory. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no, I could do a lot with this space. I take their songs and make them stupider. <laughs> <laughs> Creep. Let's figure yeah. out how we can make that yeah. black. And yeah, the dumb. problem is when you make it black, you make it better. That's true. That's gonna be soulful, and and now we understand where all that creepiness comes from. It's not just white angst. And this is the difficulty of being the black weird owl. That's true. Yeah, it's it's too it's too much of a uh, compassionate figure, and not just an odd person. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Weird yeah. for a reason, Al, is... is Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fully motivated Al. <laughs> I, understood why he, I understand why he did this, Al. Yeah, complicated Al, it sounds yeah, like, is what he should be called. Truthfully, Al with a lot of feelings. <laughs> we have a conspiracy theory. We, oh, yeah. we, it's a mini, motherfucking mini episode. We always talk to the listeners. We listen to, read your emails and... Find out what y'all got to talk about uh, against our will. We, yeah. we don't give a fuck about we your are thoughts. We into it. 
Yeah, we we couldn't give a shit, but you you demanded, and here we are. We'll we'll service you, I guess. You greedy little pigs. <laughs> It was the way you whispered it that I yeah. made it feel fucking yeah. naughty. At well, low tones, my voice can be quite sinister. Mm, it scared me, but but we got an email from a person named Jasmine. Do you want to? You want, you're gonna kick it off? Yeah, I'm gonna read it. All right, we got it, the email was titled "Is Usher Y'all's Beyonce?" Mm. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I'm a queer black woman, and I and I don't have close relationships with many straight cis men. Sometimes I skip episodes of My Mama Told Me if they seem too cis. No offense. Love, y'all. Okay. Uh, hey, and, listen. I think it's a great movie. I don't want to watch Paris is Burning every night. That's true. Okay. You know what? I mean? so that, you know what? That's fair. There, there are some things that are maybe you go, I don't think this is for me. And I'm not mad that it exists. And and frankly, I, I support it as much as I can. But this one ain't going to be my thing. And maybe some of these episodes uh, fall in that category for you. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, Usher comes I, up. I, I'll say this. I think Rob Hayes takes it personally that you don't listen when he comes on. But but yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, Rob does not like it. <laughs> Watch fronting. Yeah, Rob, okay. Rob has a new special. It's called fronting. Anyway. Yeah, we have, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, no offense, love y'all. Uh, anyway, Usher comes up on this podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you realize this, and not just <laughs> <laughs> and not just current events. You are regularly talking about this man's career and your feelings about him at different stages of your life. I do have one cis male friend, and he is also pretty regularly talking about Usher to me. <laughs> I don't. Can we pause for a second? Yeah. I don't like this. I don't like the way that Jasmine is choosing to phrase this. I I recognize that she is she's you know not there's nothing sinister necessarily in the way that she's saying it, but there isn't it isn't loving in the way either. You know what I mean? Like no, it feels definitely separate but not equal. Yeah, no, I don't I don't like this one bit, Jasmine. There's a cond there's a condescension, right? I want you to know that I know you're talking down to me, Jasmine, and I'm not just gonna sit through a whole email and not mention that. Hell yeah. That's that was that's 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 right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, she has she does have a cis male friend. He's also pretty pretty regularly talking about Usher to me. I texted this theory slash question to him and he responded, get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume I'm onto something there. Yeah. Hours later, I was in a lift, and the older black male driver smelled good, wearing a rimmed hat, opened mm. up the door for me. You know the type. <laughs> <laughs> a lift driver opened the door for you? I don't know the type. That's like that's the coolest motherfucker that's ever lived. You know the type for me is like Philadelphia Eagles hat, just smoked a cigarette. <laughs> that's the type of lift driver. You know, know, the type that I get is a motherfucker who already planned what he was going to talk to me about before <laughs> I even said a word. Yeah. He- Do you like house techno? <laughs> <laughs> but all right. I, so we know the type. I assume just an old, nice guy, it sounds like. Yeah. Was totally silent until an Usher song came on and he sang along mm. the whole song. The spirit moved him. The next day, my friend sent me some tweets about Usher doing some anime shit that I don't really care about. <laughs> what? But I assume that's also the purview of straight men. 
Yes, the thing your one straight man friend said to you is how we all feel. So what's going on here? <laughs> so what's going on here? How does Neo factor into this? Mm. Neo, you put some mid up. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Let's be careful here. You finished the email because now we're being nasty. You're being well, I'm nasty. Not, I'm, I'm not being nasty compared to Usher Neo. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get. I understand. You want to stand up for him. He seems like a good man. But let's just be for real about this. Okay. Is this actually displaced Michael Jackson fandom? Mm. Oh well. All right. Now you're being a jerk. Yeah, it, Jasmine, you got a you got a, a shitty attitude, sister. And if you're gonna be reductive, I think it should be a better point. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but that she says thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Jasmine, and then she ends it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I got I got weird at the end. What? Let's just start from the beginning before we we unpack all of the mean things that Jasmine attempts to sort of slide into the end of the, this email. What do you do? You think that we have a a uh, an obsession with Usher? Do you think secretly we're we're a little in too deep with Usher? If uh yeah possibly, but I think it was. I would argue that it's less of a cis male thing. I even struggle to say a cis thing in general, as opposed to Usher was a part of the zeitgeist. And and you can't really take that away because you think it's cis male specifically, because I think it was pretty cis female as well. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Usher is not four dudes. Me and, and Langston are just kind of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Langston are soft. And that's yeah. why we talk about him so much. That's just for ladies. I and not for nothing, I do think Usher was just so fucking cool for a few generations of of people that it's hard to pretend like he he didn't hold this giant substantial place in our lives. You know what I mean? Like right, right. he fucking meant the world to us as children and then as teenagers. And now if you've seen the residency, if you've like it, if you've been a part of anything that Usher continues to do, you're like, this motherfucker still got it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, to me, it's more, I, w I wonder how old you are and maybe, or maybe that's me being whack too, but it just seems like if you're of a certain age, you, the guy, he's a king for a minute. You know what hey, I mean? I, I kind of think. The longest, only, the only R&B singer to make it from my childhood to my adulthood. I kind of think he's the best of a genre. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think. I if think we, there's a case for it. Yeah. Definitely. If we're really qualifying R&B, because I don't necessarily consider Michael Jackson R&B. I think he's it's a pop. pop. Music. Yeah, he's pop. I think that there are a bunch of people who sort of fall into R&B, but then if we're really categorizing them, can find their way out of it. Prince ain't R&B. He's his own also, shit. Like, as complicated as it is, as it is, my Michael Jackson fandom is pretty accurately placed. I, I I'm openly yeah, I'm a, a fan, fan of the I'm yeah, not, fan of I, that guy. I can't fix yeah, it. Yeah, it's not. I'm not like what I didn't like do because I, I don't. I don't think Usher compares. But anyway, that's not the point. Yeah, what do you want me to do? Stop listening to a Free Willy song? I can't do it. I love it too much. I <laughs> that was your. If you could take one from the whole category, <laughs> you will you be there? That's, yeah, that's the one I pick. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> I throw my hand up. Willie yeah, jumps up. Come on, uh, and it's Willie Lynch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't hey, know we we got to make that a t-shirt of just the the Willie the boy from Where Free Willie. <laughs> 
<laughs> with Willie Lynch jumping over like the whale from Free Willy. <laughs> Set it up to the design team. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. We're calling upon you because uh, we have we have new merch. We have very exciting merch that we are now selling, and it's it's fucking great. We love it so much. It's sleek. It's mm-hmm. sexy. Come on. You want to tell them what we have? Yeah, we have three different types of hats, which is really fun. We have a two-tone hat, an alien dad hat, the traditional logo in black and khaki. Then we have the enamel pin with the alien who has a kufi on it, says, my mama told me. And then we have t-shirts that say, proud little mama, which is who you are. Yeah, you can buy the merch now. Go to mymamatoldme.merchcentral.com. And we want you to have all the sweet stuff. So get it. But point being, I really do genuinely believe that Usher might be the greatest R&B singer uh, ever. I think that there's a a fair uh, argument inside of it, certainly lasting longer than all of our other heroes that predate him. And so, you know, what do you want me to do? Not not like him? I, I can't. I love him too much. 
Yeah, I also really don't think it is. I guess what I don't like about this email is you making it seem like it's like, is this just some dumb thing, cis men like? And it's yeah. like, Usher's huge. He's pretty big. He's it's, doing the Super it's, Bowl. It's a really, <laughs> it's like, to say it's just specifically black cis men, it's like, all right, uh, ask your aunties and uncles. Yeah, they're- And cousins. They're, I feel like you're- I feel like I feel like you're outside in the box, Jasmine. There have been Your feelings are hurt. <laughs> there have been less Super Bowl performers than there have been presidents. And Usher's gonna be one of them. Relax, Jasmine. We, yeah. Usher, we picked a guy. Nelly wearing two jerseys, Come the on. Rolling Stones, all Titans of music. <laughs> Shakira, sort of, with yeah. J Lo, because they couldn't headline together individually. But they came together to make a good thing. They did a they did a good show. Yeah, I and I'll say this, and I've been very vocal about this on the podcast, and I think it's a controversial take. Usher is not my Beyonce. Bur- Bruno Mars is my Beyonce. Yeah, you have said that a lot of times. I, that's that's who I stand by. Who I I'll scream about and and pass out if he uh, ever walked past me, and I might not notice him because he's a little fella. But if I do notice him, I'm gonna I'm gonna scream out loud. Now, all this being said, does beg the question. Mm-hmm. Who is our Beyonce? Mm. I think that's the real question that's been brought brought to the table today. Well, I've been clear. Bruno's mine. Bruno. But, but I am curious to hear yours. I am. I do have a lot of basic. What's the black male term for basic bitch? Because uh, I have those tendencies where I'm like, I think it might be Jay for me. Sure. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. DMX. In my heart, Jay, in my mind. Right. We're like, if in, what I want to believe in is the DMX ideological sort of representation. But if I had to put on a thing where I just mindlessly am listening to my favorite music, Jay-Z is the correct answer. Also, where have the bucks gone to? I have seen Jay-Z in con. I paid to go see him at T-Mobile in Las Vegas, like, up front. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I bought a lot of Rockware stuff and th- no returns on those investments. <laughs> so like if we're talking about where I put my money and state property clothing. Dog. Which now I think you could maybe get at Marshall's. Uh, I mean, yeah, if I, I, I think I think Jay would be my Beyonce. You know what's is crazy what? is is we are in sort of like this weird renaissance of clothing. Where like a bunch of things that we wore in the '90s and early 2000s are suddenly be late '90s, early 2000s are suddenly becoming in style again, and even then, young people have chosen not to put on Rockaway jeans. You know what it I mean? Like just, they are. It was for hot boys <laughs> of the time. You just can't understand yep. that feeling of walking into school with a fresh Rockaway hoodie. With some rock uh, rock and some S dots. You remember S dots? I did we not all, have S dots. I didn't have S dots. I didn't have G units. We all thought that Reebok was was uh, the right <laughs> collection to invest in. Yeah, they were weird looking shoes. Is the problem? They weren't good. No, they were not good. I knew it was a mistake because Jay Z didn't wear them. That's uh, exactly it. Like, that is exactly, after a point, he didn't really wear Rockaware either anymore. Nah, it, it, he immediately pivoted to being like, I wear button-ups now. Yeah, we like, yeah, Wait yeah. a minute. I'm 30 plus. <laughs> Something shifted in this young man's mind. <laughs> He's grown and sexy now. But hey, hmm. Jay, what do I do with all these sweatbands? <laughs>
I spent all my allowance on sweatpants. <laughs> but Jay, I've been creasing my jeans this whole time. What do you mean? <laughs> You're changing. <laughs> I have one of those beanies with a brim. <laughs> you know, from the shirt, d- sh- dust, <laughs> turn off your shoulder video. Oh, man. Oh, man. He made some bold choices. That was a bad hat. It's also crazy that we listened to fashion advice from Jay-Z. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like he was, like, ubiquitous with any version of, like, cool style. He was was just a nigga in big-ass clothes. To me, someone who admittedly does not dress great, it was a lot more accessible than, like, I don't know what Clips is talking about. I don't even know the words that they're saying. That's fair. Where am I going to get a babe? I'm 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they, they Jay fashion was available at the mall. Yeah. And in our era where internet shopping and sort of like uh, sleuthing out for like rare designers was not as easily accessible. If you were just a motherfucker that caught the bus to the mall, it was easier to believe in Rockaware and Fat Farm and all the other hip hop brands. That- Go to Underground Station or whatever your local hip hop attire store was in the mall. Maybe yeah. it was Mr. Somethings. <laughs> Maybe it was owned by Chinese people for some reason. Yeah. I don't know you. Uh, that's not our I don't business. know where you're from. <laughs> so, Jasmine, I think, by the way, that I've gone around the horn. I was I was sensitive about Usher, and you got me there. And now I'm just back to, like, yeah, Usher's great. I don't think he's my Beyonce, but a big part of my life. I think he's a phenomenal artist, and and I don't know that he's my Beyonce, uh, but I certainly think he's in my Destiny's Child. You know what I mean? Like he is, he is right. highly ranked in in uh, all of the categories for me, and and I'm not ashamed of that. And I don't think your friend should be ashamed of that. I don't think Bori needs to be ashamed of that. And frankly, Jasmine, I think you would benefit from listening to a little more Usher. And, and maybe enjoying a little more of what he has to offer the world because it might make you a kinder, maybe less backhanded person. Yeah. <laughs> Neo, should we cover the Neo of it all? I think Neo's greater than you gave him credit to be. I, as soon as I said that, I started singing Busted Baby in my head. Come on. I just think that... independent. No, I know the songs. That's why I love her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how many albums did we get from Usher versus Neo? Oh, I don't think they're comparable. Let's be clear. I don't want to get into that dangerous game. But the Neo songs are good. You're right. I think Neo's better than Mid. I think... Yeah, you're right. I think think Mid is a dangerous categorizing of Neo... Yeah. I think Jacquees is mid. I think that's Neo fair. is no, a, is a, a heavy hitter in the industry. My uh, yeah, shout, oh man, my sister would be so mad if she heard me down talking Neo. <laughs> what? She just loves Neo. Does she? The the nigga with the bald head who can't who wears fedoras. The guy time? you just came on caping for making me feel bad. Yeah, but but I don't I don't. It's not like I would make that my signature. I just will defend him when people are shitting on him. Shout out to Gracie, Grace, Grace, Grace. She she likes she Damn. likes she likes Neo. Man, I don't know what to say. Well, good for her and and Jasmine. Good for you for. For calling it out, you're so fucking brave to point out that we like Usher. 
Wowie, wow, wow, Jasmine. I hope you feel strong. And I hope whatever lady you're eating out enjoys the episode. <laughs> <You're> going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you for sending the email, no, Jasmine. Yeah, it I appreciate means the it. It's world like, to us. Yeah, it's like a funny uh, angle for us. <laughs> nice to you. <laughs> you want to tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have? Uh, cool guy jokes 87 on Instagram. Uh, I'm working on dates for the rest of the spring and summer now they'll be up soon and then you know listen to this like and subscribe watch out for the live episode yeah live, do all that stuff and and uh follow me at langston kerman uh i'll be over there on all the internet platforms and shit and if you want to send us your own conspiracy theories if you want to send us your own drops if you want to tell us who in fact is our beyonce that that is not usher that we have uh, somehow overlooked i think some of y'all are going to claim it's little bow wow and frankly i don't think that's an unfair argument either uh well, send it send it all to my mama pod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and buy the merch. It's available at merchcentral.com backslash my mama told me. And that's the whole shebang. Bye, bitch. I want you to know this. If your prayers include me to stop drinking, stop smoking, and stop having fun, and stop watching these little bitches pop their ass, if, they, if your prayers include any of those things, they're not going to work because I'm rejecting them all. And I will be continuing my same wicked ass motherfucking ways. I guess that's the way you want to put it. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.